Hi everyone, this lesson is on the signs and symptoms of allergic rhinitis. If you want more information on causes and risk factors, as well as how this is diagnosed and treated, please check out my full lesson on this topic. Let's first talk about what allergic rhinitis is before we get into the signs and symptoms. Allergic rhinitis is also known as hay fever, and it is inflammation of the nasal mucosa due to allergens. So your nasal mucosa, so inside your nose, becomes inflamed, which is due to exposure to certain allergens. Now, there's actually two types of allergic rhinitis. One is known as seasonal or intermittent. And seasonal or intermittent allergic rhinitis is caused by pollen from seasonal sources. So pollen from true grasses, certain trees like spruce, pine, and weeds. So there's many other causes, but these are some examples. Now, the second type of allergic rhinitis is known as perennial or chronic allergic rhinitis. And it's chronic or perennial because the exposure or the allergens are going to be common throughout the year. So these include mold spores, dust mites, and animal dander. So these are the two types of allergic rhinitis, and they're going to slightly differ in their clinical presentations. Now, before I get into the signs and symptoms of allergic rhinitis, I want to talk briefly about the pathophysiology behind what happens in allergic rhinitis so it'll help us better understand why signs and symptoms occur. So what happens is when an individual gets exposed to an allergen that they are susceptible to, whether that be pollen or mold spores or dust mites, they have a response to that allergen. They have a release of immunoglobulin E. So they have increased levels of IgE in response to that allergen. And that immunoglobulin E or IgE is going to bind to mast cells. So they're going to cross-link and they're going to bind to mast cells leading to degranulation of mast cells. And what I mean by degranulation is that mast cells release preformed cytokines. These include histamine, and when mast cells release histamine, along with some other inflammatory mediators, they lead to the increased production of mucus and release of mucus from the mucus glands. Histamine specifically acts on the trigeminal nerve to induce sneezing, and histamine and other inflammatory mediators cause local inflammation. And mast cells will also release other types of cytokines, including interleukin-4 and interleukin-13, and these induce cell infiltration into nasal mucosa. So cell infiltration like eosinophils. And then this will lead to nasal edema and congestion. So this is a very brief overview of the pathophysiology of this condition, but I just want to mention that here because it's going to help us understand why signs and symptoms occur. Now let's talk about signs and symptoms of allergic rhinitis. The first one I want to talk about is rhinorrhea. And really what rhinorrhea means is a runny nose. And the discharge is clear, so that's very key. And this is because those mucus glands we just mentioned are stimulated by histamine and other inflammatory cytokines. So they're stimulated to produce and release mucus. Now another symptom of allergic rhinitis is sneezing. So this is because the allergen triggers sneezing through histamine-mediated action. So Sneezing is caused by histamine-induced activation of the trigeminal nerve, as we just mentioned. So this is why we see sneezing in allergic rhinitis. Another symptom of allergic rhinitis is nasal congestion. So this is congestion of the nasal cavity. And because of this, there may be difficulty breathing through nares or through your nostrils. And in some cases, the nasal congestion can be so bad that there can be some loss of smell or difficulty smelling. 
and this can also be due to excessive mucus production. And this nasal congestion is caused by interleukin-4 and interleukin-13 release from mast cells, which recruit other cells to the nasal mucosa, as we just mentioned. So those other cells get recruited, and then that leads to more edema and congestion in the nasal cavity. So that is the reason why we see nasal congestion in allergic rhinitis. And we can also see postnasal drip. So postnasal drip is the sensation of mucus dripping in the back of the throat. So you can imagine that there's so much mucus being produced in the nasal cavity, it can drip into the back of the throat, and this is what we call postnasal drip. And it may feel like there's something in the back of the throat. So some patients may just have a sensation that there's something in the back of their throat that they feel like they need to clear. And if you were to look at the patient's pharynx or their throat, we see cobblestoning. So what that means is these little bumps here. This is cobblestoning. It looks like cobblestone. This is why we call it cobblestoning of the throat. So this is a sign of postnasal drip. This is due to some local edema in this area due to the postnasal drip. And as I mentioned before, individuals with postnasal drip may attempt to clear their throat. They may feel like there's something in their throat that they need to clear. A related symptom of allergic rhinitis is cough. This cough is non-productive and it's due to irritation from the postnasal drip. You can imagine that if there's something dripping in the back of your throat, there may be some irritation and an induction of cough. We can also see allergic conjunctivitis with allergic rhinitis. So this is where there's inflammation of the conjunctiva of the eyes. So there's some red eyes and the conjunctiva become irritated from the allergens due to similar mechanisms, histamine and other inflammatory mediators causing vasodilation in the conjunctiva. And then there may be some watering or tearing of the eyes due to this. We can also see nasal pruritus. So nasal pruritus is a itchy nose. And again, this is due to those inflammatory mediators we just mentioned, mostly histamine. So histamine can cause itching. This is why we're going to see nasal pruritus. And similarly, we're going to also have pruritic eyes, so itchy eyes. And we can also see swollen eyelids as well. So in this image here, you can see their eyelids are swollen. And again, this is due to irritation from allergens and due to histamine again. So histamine is going to cause that sensation of itching in the eyes or around the eyes. Now, there's some other signs of allergic rhinitis, and these include allergic salute. So allergic salute is where a patient has upward wiping or rubbing of the nose. So in, in this image here, you can see allergic salute. And what can happen is that if a patient does this habitually, they can cause a transverse line or crease on the nose. So you can see in this image here, there's a line and this can actually remain and become a permanent crease on the nose or a long lasting crease. And this line may change color, it may actually become hypopigmented or less pigmented, or it can become hyperpigmented or more pigmented. And there's also something called allergic shiners, and this is what allergic shiners look like. They are those dark circles underneath the eyes, and they are caused by congestion of small vessels under the eyes. So all of those inflammatory mediators can lead to some congestion of small vessels under the eyes, which darken the appearance underneath the eyes. So that is what we call allergic shiners. And there can also be some throat symptoms as well. There can be an itchy throat. So again, this is due to histamine-induced irritation. And there can also be a sore throat in patients with allergic rhinitis. This may be due to postnasal drip and clearing of the throat. You can imagine that if there's so much irritation in the throat and they're clearing their throat multiple times throughout the day, this can cause a sore throat. And then there can also be something called eustachian tube dysfunction. 
So if we look in this image here, this is the eustachian tube here, and the eustachian tube runs and connects to the nasal cavity. So the reason why there can be eustachian tube dysfunction in allergic rhinitis is inflammation and congestion of the nasal canal or nasal cavity may spread to the eustachian tubes. And with eustachian tube dysfunction, there can be fluid within the eustachian tubes, and patients often describe having sounds of popping in their ears. So some patients may also describe them as a rice crispy type of crackling or popping sound in their ears. Allergic rhinitis patients can also experience fatigue, so they can have issues with feeling tired. This may be due to release of inflammatory mediators. So those inflammatory mediators may cause some fatigue, but it may also be due to the fact that they're having so much irritation and sneezing and itching throughout the night that they may not have enough sleep. And then we can also see headaches occurring in allergic rhinitis. Most often the forehead and the temples of the head may be affected. And this is due to congestion and pressure within the sinuses of the head. And then there can also be an earache occurring in allergic rhinitis. This may be due to nasal congestion. And again, this is due to changes in pressure within the eustachian tube. It can lead to some feeling of pressure or ache in the ear. So that may be the reason why we see earaches in allergic rhinitis. Again, changes in pressure within the head. So again, these are some other signs and symptoms that may occur with allergic rhinitis, including fatigue, headache, and earache. But for the most part, the most common symptoms are going to be runny nose, itchy nose, itchy eyes, those types of symptoms. And oftentimes, symptoms of allergic rhinitis can last for a long time. They can last for weeks or months, depending on the exposure to allergens. Now, I didn't get into much of the differences between seasonal and perennial allergic rhinitis, but for seasonal allergic rhinitis, it's more likely to be sneezing, runny eyes, runny nose, those types of symptoms. Whereas with the perennial or chronic allergic rhinitis, we're going to see more issues with postnasal drip and cough. So that is a slight difference in presentation. So if you want to learn more about allergic rhinitis, including risk factors and ways it's diagnosed and treated, please check out my full lesson on this topic. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe for more lessons like this one. Thanks so much for watching and I hope to see you next time.